Welcome, one and all, to the Halloween spooktacular that you agreed to. All nine of you who voted on the TGIA podcast Twitter poll, that is. Join us as we explore Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, an abridged version, so it won't take up too much of your listening time. Then, tag at TGIA podcast with your thoughts on Twitter. Let me know. Is Frankenstein gay? Is his friend Henry gayer? What about the monster? Does he only want what he wants because he does not know the queer alternatives out in the world? Join us. Revel with us. In the first science fiction story told in history, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein, or The Modern Prometheus, by Mary Shelley, abridged and adapted by T. Ernesto Bethencourt, illustrated by James McConnell. Chapter 2. When I was 17 years old, my parents decided that I would go away to a university in Germany. I was ready to leave when Elizabeth got sick. It was scarlet fever. My mother took care of her. Elizabeth got better, but my mother caught scarlet fever. She knew she was dying. She called Elizabeth and me to her bedside. I have always wanted you two children to marry one day, she told us. Now that day is close. I am so sad that I must leave you. But I hope that we will meet again in another world. She died quietly. We were all very sad. It didn't seem right for me to go off to university right away. I stayed home for a few more weeks. I spent most days with Elizabeth. Finally, the time came for me to leave. My friend Henry came over that last day. I knew that everything in my life was about to change. Maybe that's why Elizabeth, Henry, and I spent this last day together. We had never been closer or loved each other more. Little did I know that we would never share such happiness again. The next morning, I left for the university. After a long, hard trip, I arrived in Germany. The next day, I went to the university and met my teachers. The first one I saw was Dr. Krump. He taught science. He knew a lot about science, but he was a rude man. He asked me what science books I had read. I told him about the books with magic spells. He laughed out loud. What a waste of time, he said. Nobody bothers with those books anymore. You'll have to start your studies all over again. He gave me a list of books to buy. He told me about another teacher, Dr. Waldman. Dr. Waldman taught chemistry. I took Dr. Kremp's book lists, but I wasn't planning to go to his classes. His rude ways put me off too much. About a week later, I stopped by the lecture hall to see what Dr. Waldman looked like. I was happily surprised. Waldman was everything Kremp was not. He spoke well with a very pleasant voice. Where Kremp was hard, Waldman was smooth. And that man could teach. He started off with a history of chemistry. The old masters promised things they couldn't do. Turn lead into gold, stay young forever. These were all empty dreams. But scientists of today are different. They don't promise much, but look at what they have done. We now know how blood moves through our bodies. We know what makes up the air we breathe. 
We are aiming at the skies and we get closer every day. Who knows what wonders may come next? How Waldman's words excited me. I could hardly sleep that night. I went to see him the next morning. I told him the same things I had told Crump, but Waldman didn't laugh at the books I had read. He said, we owe a lot to those old writers. True, they were wrong, but don't you see? They started it all. Without them, science wouldn't be what it is today. Waldman told me that he was happy that I wanted to study chemistry with him. However, you should study all kinds of science, not just chemistry, he said. Studying just one kind of science is like studying only one side of a building. All you know is that one side. He took me to his workshop. He showed me how his machines worked. Then he gave me a long list of books to read. When I left Dr. Waldman's house, my life was changed. I spent the next two years studying science. I didn't even go home for a visit. I lived for my books and classes. I made some discoveries in chemistry that made me well known at the university. Finally, the time had come to begin work on my own. But what would that work be? I thought of going home to Geneva. I wanted to visit my family and friends, but then something happened that made me stay where I was. <laughs> Delightful. Would you like more Frankenstein? Now? Without having to wait for it? Go to patreon.com forward slash TGIA podcast and join with any monetary level you desire. There, these episodes will be released as they are edited, so you will not have to wait like the rest of the mere mortals. Questions? Comments? Just want to hang? Go to twitter.com and comment tagging at TGIA podcast. We are here to be spooky with you. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.